Well, hello. What's good? Good to have you here. Welcome, welcome to the God's Vibes podcast. We've got an interesting teaching for today. We're going to be talking about if you're addicted to drama or not and how to identify maybe someone who is. It's never you. It's always someone you know, right? Couldn't be you. (laughs) And the heart behind this is that we are doing a masterclass on August 10th. And then we are also doing a challenge on August 22nd. Okay. The masterclass is going to be about finding freedom after psychological abuse. Okay. And being able to identify what that is, tactics that abusers use, characteristics of a target, all of that, understanding what it is, because this is really prevalent in the world today. We're seeing it a whole bunch, even with folks that have joined Courage Co., that they've been through a lot of trauma and relational suffering. So we are going to address it. We're also going to talk about healing dependency on crisis and chaos in yourself and others, because we can go through so much chaos and and crises, right? That we actually become addicted to it, okay? And a lot of times, if you've ever been in chaos or conflict, you notice that it often follows an addiction cycle. So we're going to talk about both of those things. We're going to do a deep dive in the masterclass to really help you overcome psychological warfare, psychological abuse, emotional abuse, all of that, and really understand that because that is one of the biggest destiny blockers that there is. And when you've got to be aware of how the enemy operates, he tends to operate subtly beneath the surface and it's a slow death, kind of like a python. Okay. No, ain't here for that. And then the other challenge is going to be three days. And we're going to talk about drama addiction, how this gets started, how it continues and what we can do to heal from it and, and stop that in its tracks so that we can create healthy environments and be a healthy environment in and of ourselves, okay? Because that's one of the greatest gifts, actually, that you can give to somebody else is your own healing, your own wholeness. You being a safe human is a gift, truly. In the world we live in today, that is a gift. So we're going to talk about it. I want to let you know that both of these live trainings are going to be powerful. God is going to show up like he always does. (laughs) And we're just going to be there to receive what he has for us because he knows exactly who needs this, exactly who's going to be in the room, exactly who will invest in themselves, exactly who's ready to receive this content and apply it and get activated into their breakthrough and transformation. Okay, so it's going to be powerful. This is located inside the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. So if you're familiar with Courage Co., even if you're not, I'll give you a brief breakdown right now. Courage Co., you can find it at www.courageco.org, is a private app off social media on purpose where you get to practice what it means to live your most courageous and impactful story. So it is a space that is dedicated to your personal growth, your spiritual growth, your development, your character, because when we don't have the insides right, the outsides never will be, okay? And unless the Lord builds it, it will not stand, all right? So it's really about centering your life around God, okay, and building his way. 
All right, so there's a whole community dedicated to that. So this is a safe space, a sacred space off social media. Inside Courage Co., the community itself is free. So you can join us for prayer calls, which are often prophetic encouragement. You can join us for weekly small groups. We have Good For Your Soul Sisters every Tuesday. Then we have Biblical Breakthrough every Wednesday evening and Friday Fire every Friday morning. So we did our best to offer small groups on different days at different times so that you can get plugged in and build community. Small groups change your life. Never underestimate getting involved in a small group, activating the power of prayer, being surrounded by other people that don't run a separate agenda but want to see you win. There's nothing like it. So you can get all of that inside Courage Co. Then when you go deeper, so dipping your toe in is just getting in the community, going deeper would be investing in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. And we've made this very, very (laughs) easy for you to do. So you can either do a one-time payment of $197 for an entire year. That's under 50 cents a day for your personal growth and spiritual development. Okay. Or you can just join us for $33 a month. You probably spend well over that every single week, even on food. Why not feed your soul and actually give yourself the food that you really need? Okay. (laughs) So the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle is not just one training. Let me put it that way. It is a full year of spiritual growth and personal development on demand. Okay, so through monthly masterclasses, three day challenges and guest interviews, this is over $2,000, likely 3K at this point. (laughs) The aim is to deliver relevant and practical content to equip you to achieve your goals and help you activate the courage to conquer any challenge. So we explore relevant topics. They are different every single time. We go deep. God shows up. So you can either join us for $33 a month and get access to every training that we've done and every future live training and the replays for an entire year or pay a one-time payment of $197 and save 50%. Okay. You're going to get access to over 36 training sessions, notes, and an interactive feed where you can ask questions, get coaching, even after the trainings have happened. You're also going to get inspired through a bunch of guest interviews. We have a ton of those in there and their testimonies will challenge you and strengthen your faith. So definitely worth the investment. If you want to join us on these two live trainings this month, get into the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. If you go to www.courageco.org, you will see the bundle there. If you are inside Courage Co. already, you'll just go to the left dashboard inside Courage Co. and you'll see courses and programs and you can click on the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle and purchase there and register under the events tab within that space. So Courage Co. is its own unique space. And then as you go deeper into different programs that we offer there, those are in their separate spaces as well. All right. So hope to see you there. And I really just wanted to share that because it's a really, really big deal to make sure that you get the support and the healing that you need. And you have a unique opportunity to accelerate your journey to becoming the you that God created you to be and access the limitless life that you're called to. So you are invited. Join us. Build community. We're going to start figuring out ways that we can join each other live. But this is a beautiful virtual space 
that you can connect to. I mean, join in person. <laughs> you can join us live. This is a beautiful virtual community. We're going to start exploring more ways where you can join us in person. So stay tuned on that too, but definitely get plugged in. This is a beautiful community and you're welcome to be a part of it. All right. So let's talk about the topic today. Are you addicted to drama? I don't know. We all might be to some degree. Let's find out. So Drama is a really interesting thing, and I want to break it down because when we get an actual understanding of it, then our brain can wrap itself around it and we can start breaking it down and do something about it, okay? And an addiction to trauma is far more complex, layered, and really pervasive than simply an extravagantly loud cry for attention. That's what we think when people are dramatic. We think they're just making this loud cry for attention, but it is way more layered than that. It's a way of trying to exist in a world where you are constantly out of sync with reality. You're chasing the sensation to feel alive and seeking crisis as a way of validating an unidentifiable and insatiable discomfort on the inside. Okay, so we see this when people are super busy or they're constantly seeking pleasure. They are literally out of sync and chasing to feel this feeling of being alive. And crises often brings that heightened sense of emotion that makes us also feel alive, right? Terror and excitement feel very similar inside the body. And being addicted to drama is like driving on life's highway, aiming for a place of peace, yet accompanied by an invisible force that seizes control of the wheel and never allows you to take the right exit. It's like we've got somebody else driving our vehicle that shouldn't be in the driver's seat, okay? And instead of moving toward peace, which is ultimately what you do crave, it pulls you farther away, leaving destruction in your wake, Living in drama is like getting caught in a storm that's searching for a grounding rod and constantly pulling everything into its vortex, while also destroying the ground on which it is so desperately trying to land on. And this interesting phenomenon, which many of us are caught in, is no different than dependence on a drug that you might ingest, inhale, or shoot up, all right? Except the drug of drama isn't something that you can tangibly hold. You can only seek it or manufacture it. And many of us are experts at doing that. Drama is the stirring, the excitement, the exaggeration, the eruption, the unrest, and the battle to feel alive in relation to the numbing of the internal and external world around you. Okay? It is really, really interesting to learn about this, all right? And history is littered with people who thrived in extreme situations, so much so that this became normal, right? Really, think about that. History is littered with people who thrived in extreme situations. So we could see Houdini, right, escape his shackles in the belly of a whale, or Amelia Eckhart attempting to go around the globe in an early airplane, right? Or there's so many stories like this. Tightrope walkers, high-profile athletes, race car drivers, soldiers on battlefields, right? Whatever the reason, some people 
are more inclined than others to go where the excitement is sure to follow, like the adrenaline rush, right? So really, really think about that. I'm thinking of storm chasers. That's kind of who comes to mind for me. So I went to grad school. I have a grad degree in film production. And we, being in production, went through all aspects of everything. Didn't matter if it was cinematography, gaffing, directing, producing, screenwriting, reality TV, all of it. Like, all of it. Okay? So, (laughs) in a reality TV course, the Storm Chasers came for show and tell. Unreal. Okay? And they brought their storm chasing devices and shared the craziest stories. And they're real humans. This is just crazy, right? And I'm just listening. Like, they're normal. They're married. They have kids. They just happen to love chasing tornadoes and storms and all the things, right? And as you can imagine, they no doubt get caught up in the excitement and unpredictability of storms. And storm chasing requires heightened senses, an intuitive knack for finding the epicenter, right, of all of this chaos, and a willingness to leave the safer and more mundane aspects of their life to go chase it, right? And there's stories every single year, you can probably see them on TikTok now pretty quickly, of people who get too close to these unpredictable thunderstorms, flash floods, tornadoes, and end up seriously injured or killed. No big deal, right? Just seriously, super high risk, but that level of excitement drives these people, okay? And many people say that they feel alive during thunderstorms, okay? There's a quote. It's from a book called Adam Silvera's novel. It is, history is all you left me. Adam Silvera. It's a novel called History is All You Left Me. And a character in the story says, Storms can suck when they're knocking out your power and ripping apart houses. No doubt. But other times, thunder is a soundtrack to something unpredictable, something that gets our hearts racing and wakes us up. If someone had warned me about the weather, I might have freaked out and stayed inside. But I didn't. So it's hard to imagine drama as its own type of storm. The damage it can cause can vary widely, and the toll it takes isn't always known until well after the actual incident has occurred. And a person might find themselves in the middle of the storm by circumstance, but often people are addicted to it and they seek it out by engaging it, following it, and chasing it down. Okay? It can rain where we are, or we can go where it's raining. Think about it that way. A person suffering from addiction to drama can always find or create drama. (laughs) It's just true, right? And it's not unexpected that people would feel alive with drama. In the moment, it makes all other worries pale in comparison. It just focuses them immediately on drama. Who can be worried about the mundane when the possibility of all-out catastrophe is so close? For some people, this escape can come in the form of watching the storm on film or others need to experience the real thing firsthand. And they go out in the world, like the storm chasers, in search of it. And the same can be true of those addicted to drama. You have to be in crisis all the time or you'll become compliant. 
Interesting, right? Crisis is the place where action happens. Drama is an inner coil that needs to be wound up and stay that way so it can react. And many people become addicted to drama. So how many of you, just think about this, know someone who is addicted to drama? Who comes to mind? <laughs> right? If, if we were in person, probably nearly every one of you would raise their hand, right? Some people might even raise both hands and their feet also, right? And how many of us are addicted to drama? You know, likely at this question, less hands would go up. And this really can become a continual pattern, right, of we only think others are addicted to drama and we never identify ourselves as people that are addicted to drama. People who are addicted to drama, let me just tell you, often are not able to recognize themselves as the origin of the conflict that they unknowingly seek or create. So a lot of times we don't raise our hand because we don't even know that we are creating storms and creating drama or even seeking it out. We think that we just somehow stumbled into it, right? So to help identify patterns and expressions of drama, it's helpful to hear stories about people that are addicted or feedback from researchers, psychologists, that sort of thing. So that's one way that you can start identifying it. But what I thought I would do is at least give you what it looks like as a pattern so that you can recognize that, right? So there's a multi-layered pattern that drama creates and there's feedback loops surrounding this core internal experience, okay? And it can manifest in these ways. It could be feeling out of control both in themselves and their environment. So the speed, pressure, and the challenges of the world around them. It could be perceiving the world in extreme or intense terms and sometimes engaging in extreme activity. It could be living with a pervasive sense of isolation, betrayal, abandonment, and uneasiness feeling numb much of the time and trying to remedy it by seeking a feeling of aliveness, having a sense of self that fluctuates and disperses, often becoming unanchored, making a situation bigger than the circumstance warrants, impaired or exaggerated self-esteem, having problems with engaging with other people and communicating needs and feelings, Feeling an underlying current of agitation or something being wrong. Being hypersensitive to stressors, resulting in impulsive extreme reactions. Having tunnel vision, tending to focus on the negative with little ability to shift attention. Feeling a deep and unmet desire to be seen and heard. Being intolerant or unable to recognize interpersonal connection and offer or accept empathy, and seeking, creating, or finding oneself the victim of crises. Instead of focusing on their own feelings and unmet needs, a person dealing with an addiction to drama will instead focus on an outside stimulus. So this could be a situation, an event, a person they may also often feel anxious or bored when things are calm and feel more alive or thrive under pressure, perhaps filling their schedule to the brim and then becoming overwhelmed by it. 
They may pull others into their whirlwind and play out a scenario or an interaction over and over again, even adding variations of the original situation. They may live in the past and the future rather than the present through worry, repetitive thoughts, stories, reenactments of the past or projected future, and they may keep grudges and find it hard to forgive. A person who is addicted to drama may be preoccupied with fixing things, space out, or have their attention wander in conversation. They may feel a sense of agency or control during intense situations or seem to take the air out of the room. They may become reactive or feel exaggerated emotions without clear reasons and sense that another person or the world conspires against them and wonder, why me? Woe is me. They may think that others don't understand or validate them and become more critical the closer people get to them, which completely blocks intimacy. They may retell the same emotional story to different audiences, making rounds between people so that they can vent continually and keep reliving the drama. They may be consumed by what's happening in the lives of other people, constantly scanning social media for news and information and being really critical and judgmental of other people. And they may express love or affection through intensity. Intimacy for someone addicted to drama is often replaced with extremes. And this could show up as experiencing connection through debating, arguing, big adventures, or falling in love fast and furious right? Danger, danger, danger is what I would say to that. And some of these characteristics, the intense reactions, the exaggerated emotions, unease, agitation, numbness, and dissociation are also associated with chronic stress, which hints at the genuine, though hidden, cost of being addicted to drama, okay? So drama is the monster in the closet, if you will, that everyone knows about, but few can put their finger on exactly what it is. Now, there's been research of people who self-identify with addiction to drama, those who identify others in their life with the propensity for being addicted to drama, and some of these clinical psychologists who work with these people, okay? And there's familiar comments and themes from all of this research. Drama can be identified and defined as the unnecessary turmoil and chaos in one's life or the world. So here on the podcast, I've talked about unnecessary suffering, okay? There's a part of life where suffering is going to happen, right? There's going to be tests, there's going to be trials, there's going to be challenges of every kind, right? but God is going to be with us and deliver us from them all. But yes, there's going to be suffering in life, but the unnecessary suffering, we don't have to add. Life is already hard enough as it is. We don't have to add more suffering, right? So drama can be defined as the unnecessary turmoil and chaos in one's life or the world. It's easy to recognize dramatic behavior, but harder to define drama. And drama is dissonance between an incoming stimulus and the response it produces. So there's a mismatch here and an exaggeration between external circumstances and internal reactions. Drama, when used 
as an adjective, like dramatic, has been described as a whirlwind, an internal for the dramatic person and an external for those around that person. For the person craving or creating drama, there's a sense of intensity that feels like an inner warfare. This whirlwind and inner warfare is the world dramatic people live in all the time and how they perceive and engage in the outer world. It's an internal experience of and a need for extreme experience. Something is either hot or cold, black or white. There's no middle ground for a drama addict. Okay, drama as a noun is a little more poorly defined. It's defined by external circumstances, interpersonal interactions, and the perception of and response to the combination of circumstances and interactions. One participant was defining drama as life-changing things that they have to deal with by themselves. For another person, drama was the big things that have happened in life in which everybody drops everything and they should shout at each other. So in other words here, we all react to stressful or difficult situations differently. So you might be wondering, how does one determine the line between a normal response to what's happening in life and a dramatic reaction that might suggest an addiction to drama? Right? We've evolved to be responsive to internal and external stimuli. Right, Our brain <laughs> often has this fight, flight, or flee survival mode that we can often just live in as our normal. So we just become survivors in life and that's all we do. We just survive things. When really that was just designed to help us recognize and understand when we're in real physical danger. So a lot of times we perceive danger, but there's not danger at all, okay? So if there's this dramatic intensity that's habitual rather than short-term or adaptive, and if chaos and crisis appear to dominate a person's life, there's this affinity to drama that is likely because they're just constantly living in it. They think that that's normal, right? They're just a storm walking, (laughs) okay? So drama is a dissonance, a disconnect between what's happening and your response to it. It can also be a way of avoiding yourself, all right? So there's a person, we'll just call this person Sean. He experiences life as generally overwhelming, filled to the brim with unending demands that build a tense pressure, like heavy logs sitting on his shoulders and his chest. His calendar is overscheduled. His workday starts at 8 a.m. and ends at 6 or even 7 with his evenings full of phone calls and social events. He can never sit still. His days off are occupied with seemingly endless errands, chores, seeing his family and friends, and the work that didn't get done during the week. There's always some project on the horizon before the last one could be completed. When he temporarily unloads his plate of those demands, He feels a quietness, and that quietness leads to an uncomfortable emptiness. Sean promptly begins to fill his plate back up until it is sufficiently full and overwhelming once again. He has a hunger for his neurons to fire, this adrenaline rush. More honestly, though, he's craving and needs the overload to avoid the emptiness lying beneath the surface right? He's terrified of being still. 
So people intoxicated by drama show increased emotional intensity that generally exceeds what we would call a normal or expected response to something. Like diving into a hurricane shelter during a light mist or blowing a birthday candle out with a fire hose. A bit extreme. (laughs) Okay, another person. Let's call her Jen. Jen was waiting in the line at a pharmacy when the clerk excused himself to take a short break when it was her turn. Jen blew up. Okay? (laughs) She went from zero to 100 in the blink of an eye, demanding to speak to the manager about why they didn't respect her time and why, as a paying customer, she was being cast aside. When a person is experiencing a need for drama, they gravitate towards extreme thought, language, habits, behaviors, expression of feelings, and even relationships. Around them, nothing is ever bland or boring. Their emotional life is marked by this incessant volatility beyond sudden change or surprise or unexpected emotions. And this can seem attractive to other people, but only at first. Habitual drama can be a protective mechanism to defend against experiencing our feelings. It could be a form of suppression and self-medicating, just like you would numb again with another sort of drug or Netflix or social media, whatever, okay? So another person, let's call her Liz. While she doesn't realize it at the time, Liz is always on the lookout for the actions and faults of other people that will keep her from feeling her own feelings, such as sadness or rejection. It's so much easier to stutter other people and figure out what's going on with them, right? What that strategy does for her is create numbness to the subtle, deeper, and richer experience of what's happening within her and the world around her. So... Who are these people, okay? These people with these fake names could be individuals in your life. Could be mom, could be dad, could be sister, brother, partner, friend, stranger at the grocery store. Could even be you, okay? So really, really think about that. Maybe you've been directly involved with people who are addicted to drama. You know, at times you found being around them exciting and interesting, but eventually if not automatically, they are simply exhausting. Exhausting. As if they are a vacuum and you are constantly sucked into their emotional whirlwind, one crisis after the next, and nothing you do or say can de-escalate the intensity. Or maybe someone assumes you are addicted to drama and now you're wondering if that could be true, right? Maybe, just maybe... There could be truth to that, and that is still worth investigating. Maybe you're wondering if you truly are addicted to drama. Stress seems to always find its way to you. Things feel way bigger than they are. You're always in the midst of some sort of crisis. You're the crisis coordinator, the one people always come to. And at some point, you may notice that a tumultuous home or work environment fuels you, or your friends or loved ones point this out to you. So even though you might profess a desire for peace or for calm or a lack of noise of all kinds, that actually gives you a sense of unease and anxiety even thinking about that. You say you want peace and calm, but when you get it, the quietness may feel uncomfortable or 
far away or even foreign to you, not safe to you, not even familiar to you. And as you reflect, you realize that your life has revolved in a tight, repetitive rhythm of intense ups and downs that eventually became the baseline of your tempo. Check that out. When you are not matching that intense rhythm, you feel alone in the world and like you're out of sync with it. By the time you recognize that, you could be so overwhelmed and stressed out that you really feel powerless and hopeless to change, right? But when you can really learn the signs of what it looks like to be addicted to drama and observe how present those might be in a friend's life, in a relative's life, or even in your life, what you may learn might actually surprise you, but ultimately it will empower you, okay? So self-awareness is always the first step on the path to freedom, all right? And what we're going to go through in the challenge that's coming up in August is healing practices, right? How you can identify where you are on a drama spectrum, intimately how this stuff started and what you can start doing about it so that you can actively heal. You can heal from this dependency on crisis and chaos in yourself and in others. You don't have to keep the role of chaos coordinator. You can actually be still and know. You can actually find a new rhythm, hence why we talk about God's vibes matter, right? Not all vibes matter, but God's certainly do. And God has his own rhythm, okay? The way he thinks the way he speaks, the way we receive from him, his character, his love, the spirit of God, how the spirit moves us, right? When we are walking in wisdom, how we know is we read in Proverbs. It says, wisdom leads us in ways of pleasantness and peace. Fear, worry, chaos, doubt, uncertainty, right? That leads us in the way of intensity, adrenaline, right? Usually in the wrong direction. Think about your intuition. Holy Spirit's voice. Still small voice. Not going to fight with all this other intensity that you've got going on. It's often until something breaks us that we finally get still enough to start listening to that truth. And when we actually start practicing stillness as a daily life practice, right? When we start meditating on the word of God, when we start actually breaking it down, we start applying it to our life, when we start embodying it and truly living it, right? It's not, it doesn't matter how much word you know. It matters more if you can live any of the word that you know, right? So when you actually start meditating on it, breaking it down, applying it to your life, you start living it so much so that you embody it, you get a whole new rhythm, You actually become a safe person, a peaceful person, not a person that is flooded with all these thoughts or super overwhelmed and moved by any sort of emotion that happens or just thrown off completely anytime any sort of life situation happens, especially the ones that don't go your way and they're not in your timing, right? You don't have to live in constant crisis and chaos. You're actually not designed for it. It's what brings disease to your life. Dis-ease literally brings disease to your life. So when you start investing in your insides, when you start truly renewing your mind, when God starts helping you stabilize your emotions, when you start allowing God to heal your heart, to purify your heart, to change your operating system entirely, 
you then get to have and enjoy your life rather than constantly running from it. Now, I will tell you, I've been this person that was addicted to drama, okay? High achieving, right? Accomplishing things. One thing's done, I'm already on to the next. I cannot even fully absorb what I just did, right? Moved across the country many, many times, at least seven, and started over, okay? In different places, whether it was for a job, a career move, school, whatever it might be, right? Constant chaos, right? I was in production, okay? So that's just one big chaos crisis fest, okay? <laughs> right? So I, I know that that was also wired into my being in childhood, that this was just life. Life is just crisis. Life is just chaos and you just deal with it or it deals with you, right? Which is why anxiety and future tripping became normal until I realized it wasn't. And what that also opened up for me was tumultuous relationships. People that literally live their lives that way, right? The people that create storms that just want to create storms in your life and you're a match for solving and cleaning up all those messes, solving all the problems, cleaning up all the messes. That is not a match made in heaven and that is not how you are designed to live your life. That is definitely not healthy dynamics, okay? But when you are somebody that thinks chaos is normal, you will meet people that bring it every day and you will find that you are useful <laughs> in managing chaos and handling messes. But the question that I have for you is, are you willing to surrender that role? Are you willing to actually evaluate what it is that you're running from in the first place? Hmm. Are you willing to get new tools and skills so that you don't have to constantly be running in your life? You can actually have and enjoy it. Curious. There's two things that you can do, okay? One, get in the room. <laughs> Join us in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. We're going to be doing challenges, masterclasses every single month throughout the entire year. But these ones are going to be big. So do not miss those. Get plugged in now. You can go through all the trainings that are already in there. There's a massive amount of content. So you've got all the time in the world to sit and actually break it down and start applying it to your life. Okay. I also have a couple of spots remaining on my one-on-one -on -one coaching calendar. So if you want to work together one-on-one, -on -one, I don't always have openings. I can't always extend this offer, but I wanted to make it to this community first, okay? I've got a couple of spots remaining to work one-on-one -on -one together, all right? This is an investment. This is not free, okay? This is a invitation to up-leveling your life to you taking action on what matters most, to stop running and to plant deeper roots, to get the healing you need, to take responsibility for the change that you actually desire and start closing that faith gap, all right? So I've been doing this since 2009. You will get excellent service. I'm committed to that. And with God at the center of this, he shows up every single time we meet, I promise you. <laughs> so if you want to work together, all you got to do is email my team. It's info at julianapage.com. You can get on a call with me to figure out if that is a fit for you in this season. So email info at julianapage.com to claim one of those spots. And when they're full, they're full. Okay. So I've got a couple left, but when they're full, they're full. So if this is you. Do not sit on it. I know what it feels like. I was in a position when I met my very first coach back in 2008, had no clue what it meant, but I was like, you lady, 
<laughs> are somebody that I need to know. I have no clue what it is that you do, what it even means, but I am your target market and you look like just the person that can help me. Now, when I had a call with her, I was dumbfounded. She asked me all these questions that I had been running from my entire life. She asked me them. She was the first person to ask me them back to myself. And I, in that moment, was more afraid, not of how I would pay this lady, but what would happen if I didn't start answering these questions for myself. Inevitably, I would be living somebody else's life, solving somebody else's chaos, and never discover who I am, why I'm here, and what this destiny that is on my life is all about and how I can partner with God in walking that thing out. That was scary, okay? So I knew that I had to invest, and it was the best decision of my life, and I haven't stopped investing in coaching and therapy and spiritual advising and mentoring ever since, okay? It's one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself, and to me, truly, I don't believe it's a luxury. I believe it is a necessity, We do not change our life until we start changing our insides, okay? So two ways to plug in, get inside the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle, join us for these live trainings, stay in there. You start building community and it is the best, the best. You can't even put words to what that experience is or see about getting on the calendar. Claim your spot to work together one-on-one. Email my team, info at julianapage.com. All right, everybody, I hope this message blessed you and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. 
release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.